Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Fat Muscle Project podcast. It's question of the week time. And Lisa, this is kind of fun. This is a uh, this is a nerdy one, as most of our questions of the week are. But this is something I know a lot of people have wondered about. So we want to give our our take on this. Uh, go ahead with the question of the week. Awesome. So our question of the week is, how much does it matter, matter whether I do my cardio before or after strength training? Also, because I have a treadmill at home, could I just do three times 10 minutes interspaced throughout the day instead of the 30 minutes that are recommended in my training program? Okay. Take so, it away. Yeah. It, it, I guess let's, let's talk about, should you do your cardio before or after strength training? Let, let's start with that one. And then, the, you know, instead of 30 minutes all at once, can you do 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there, and then another 10 minutes somewhere else? That, that's an interesting one. Um, so we'll tackle that one second. I know with strength training, first of all, there's two different kinds of cardio. Well, there's actually three different types. There's there's uh, light intensity, steady state, which is just kind of a stroll, like pretend you're just walking your dog and you're getting some steps in. Uh, there's medium intensity, steady state, miss, and that's, you know, on average, say 120, 130 heart rate. That's when you're going out, you're walking pretty hard. That's what I do for heart health around my block almost every day. Uh, and that's what a lot of people do. They're prepping for competitions or they're, they're trying to walk and they're trying to burn fat and they're trying to burn calories as many as they can walking, for example. Um, and then you've got hit cardio, high intensity interval training, and that's things like doing sprints or pushing a sled, or battle ropes, or box jumps. Uh, I think with the in, the lower intensity steady state, just basically we'll choose walking as an example. Um, I don't think it really matters when you do that in, in regards to strength training. There's a lot of data out there that shows as long as you get your steady state cardio in, it doesn't matter if you do it fasted, it doesn't matter if you do it in a fed state between meals, it doesn't matter if you do it before or after your workouts. Um, but hit cardio is a different animal. So I tell my clients, just make sure you get your steady state in and do it where you feel the best and it doesn't interfere with your strength training. So you don't want to go walk on a treadmill in an incline for 30 minutes for your steady state cardio and then go train legs, right? So, and, and honestly, ideally, I'd probably just have someone not do cardio on their leg day if they can help it. But it, regardless hit cardio that's the one i like to see done after a strength training workout because hit cardio is kind of like an extension of your workout and i like to pair it up with the body parts that people are training so if someone's training legs and i need them to do hit cardio i'm probably going to have them go to the bike a spin bike or an upright bike or recumbent bike whatever and do five hit interval sessions for example after legs because if you do that first, your legs are going to be blown up. Your leg training is going to be compromised. Excuse me. So I like to see hit cardio done after. A good example of, you know, if you do any kind of upper body training, battle ropes or ball slams could be what you do after your workout there. But you wouldn't want to go start your, if, say you had to train back. If you went and, and did five to ten battle ropes, the, your arms are going to be blown up. Anytime you go to train your back after that, your arms are going to be pre-fatigued. You're going to be feeling more in your arms than you do your back. So it's going to impact strength training. So just as a rule of thumb, do hit cardio after. Uh, and your steady state doesn't really matter unless you're doing it so hard it will impact your leg training. But other than that, to me, it comes out in the wash. And I know you, you've read data and you've seen. Is there anything else you want to add to that? No, I think you touched on three awesome points. Firstly, in terms of the fasted cardio, I think it's still 
a bit of a thing out there where people think they burn extra calories when doing so. So I like that you emphasize that the real research really doesn't point into that direction, that it's more about the daily, um, you know, when, whenever throughout your day. And second, I like that you differentiated very clearly between hit and lists or, or even, you know, moderate intensity cardio. And just um, thirdly, that you also said, uh, basically, whatever is most important to you, which should be your strength training um, as a bodybuilder or anyone wanting to augment um, muscle mass. Um, basically, that, that should come first. That should not be impeded by your cardio. So, you know, if you have your 30 minutes prescribed and you want to do 10 minutes beforehand to warm up or whatever in 20 minutes afterward, that is fine. Absolutely. Like we're not saying like do do before your leg day that's i don't think what you uh, wanted to say either but um generally speaking i'm i'm only absolutely in agreement with um what you're saying um yeah now in terms of i guess splitting that training up even more in, in the sense of the second part of the question do you have any thoughts on that um if it matters that she gets it done in, in one go or interspersed throughout the day yeah, so 30 minutes done all at once or 30 minutes broken up into three 10-minute sessions. Um, I know before we were talking, you brought up stand efforting, so we we can bring that part up. Um, actually, why don't you do that? Because I have a point that I want to make on that. So what what's your thoughts on this? Yeah, um, so I um, I don't think that there is like clear evidence to, to benefits of that, but I know that a lot of people or not a lot of people like as you mentioned, Stan Efforting, for instance, but there are other people that um, fall into that category too. He likes to have um, his clients do like three times 10 minute walks throughout the day after a meal. And he says that it's even more beneficial than getting a 30 minute walk done, for instance, because it helps with the digestion, it helps with blood sugar regulation post um, meal. So he mentions that you can get unquote additional benefits through that but i think from an energy expenditure perspective um it probably also doesn't matter i would i would always bring practicality first if someone is more likely to get uh, their 30 minute walk in every single day um by having one long long walk I would say do that. <laughs> Don't pull an arm and a leg and whatever to to split up your walks into three sets of 10 minutes. And then in the end, you fail on two days out of seven. I would rather you consistently do it seven days. So practicality always should come first, in my opinion. Yeah, it's one of those things. Um, you know, I can see where it, it can get blood pressure down if you walk for 10 minutes. For a lot of people that are larger individual, like Stan's a very large IFBB pro. So for him, it makes a lot of sense. And probably for a lot of people that hire him are are similar to Stan. Um, you get your blood pressure down. 10-minute walks are a great way to do that, for example. And especially with digestion, it helps. The thing is, not everyone has the time to go devote to walking three times a day for 10 minutes. They've got, it's not the same, right? Um, and I would argue that if this is for fat loss and you're trying to burn the most amount of calories and fat as you can during steady state, if you're going to go for 30 minutes, your heart rate's going to stay up longer. You're going to be burning more calories. I would argue over the course of 30 minutes going hard, because if you walk for 10 minutes, it, probably somewhere around the five, 10 minute mark, your heart rate's going to start to get up. You're going to be getting to that point where now you're really starting to really burn calories. Well, 
it's not about how many total steps you get in. It's about, you know, getting the heart rate up and then staying up for a while. Uh, now, I do believe there's a point of diminishing returns. I can't remember the data I saw out there. But, you know, once you get past 30, 40 minutes, it starts to actually work against you. And that's probably because cortisol starts to get really high the more you do it. But um, I would argue if it's for fat loss, I'd rather see someone do 30 minutes all at once than three, 10 that's minutes. Good spaced out. Uh, I think that's a good point. And, and I will agree. I don't know of any specific data on that. But like, just from personal experience, I know that it takes me, for instance, at least 10 minutes to get even just a little bit of a sweat on I'm, 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 I'm not a very easy, quote, unquote, sweater. So um, uh, if from that physical in, uh, in indication, I would I agree with that, that it's a sign of my body's that it's like at that point, only at that point, starting to kind of warm up. <laughs> yeah. The other thing too, is if you're trying to do this for heart health, um, you want to keep it elevated up there a little bit higher for longer as well. So that 30 minute walk is going to be better for heart health. But like, like you, like you had mentioned before we started the show to get blood pressure down, a quick 10 minute walk is a great way to do that. There are other things we can talk about blood pressure at, at, on another episode, but that's, that's my stance. It sounds like we're kind of both in the same ballpark here. Really, Really good question of the week. Um, our next episode we have coming up is advanced supplementation. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, to our listeners, uh, see the show notes. Our emails are in here. Myself, Lisa, anything you guys want to ask, whether it's anonymous or you want your name mentioned on the show, it's fine. Or you have guests that you'd love to see on the show. We're going to start having a lot of guests on. Um, hit us up and please leave a review. And that's it for today for myself and Lisa. We're out of here. See you guys. See you.